Welcome to the Reddit Relations Podcast. Our first topic is My M29 husband's M30 father makes comments against me because I'm a gay man. But I'm married to his son. Let's all have a laugh. My husband, let's call him Lou, was dealt a rough pair of parents. His mother was very abusive. Lou left his house at 18, before he even finished high school. He only reconnected to his father after she died nearly a decade later. Even before we started dating, Lou had been basically adopted by my family. He and my older sister were childhood best friends, and every time his mother was in a rage, Lou would stay over. My parents, being open-minded, let Lou come live with us his senior year of high school because they knew he was gay and, therefore, wouldn't fool around with their any of their four daughters. Little did they know what he was up to with their only son. Lou and I have been together for more than a third of our lives, and he is as much my parents' child as the rest of us five. So, two years ago when his mother passed away, his father reached out to him, wanting to make amends. At first, Lou was hesitant, but I, an idiot who has had every privilege of a loving, sheltering family immediately told him to give his dad a shot because Ohana. Life comes at you fast when you're Niave. The first time the three of us went to dinner at his house, both Lou and his father were nearly silent the whole night while I said dumb shit about the food to fill the airtime. The second time, they both defrosted a little bit. The third time even more. Lou does not go out of his way to see his father, especially not alone, but, before the virus, he tried to make a point to see him every other month. Of course I act happy about the whole thing because, in part, it's all my fault they ever made amends, but there's a part of it all Lou doesn't know. His father makes dirty comments to me whenever Lou steps away. At first I thought it was normal, old guy, so which of you is the woman? Nonsense, but then they became more pointed, specifically about me being negatively effeminate or crude slights about our sex life. Examples, he's made multiple comments about me not having a penis. And some other really filthy bodily stuff. He said was too embarrassed to tell his friends about his son's slur husband so he tells them Lou ended up with my younger sister instead because they'd want to string me up for being queer. And I'm just like, sir, do you not realize that if your son is married to a man, then it's not just the husband who is gay. Warning, this is completely vile but the reason this topic is fresh on my mind is that, on Thanksgiving, he told me, admittedly, he was drunk, not to eat so much cause I'd save myself the time douching later, and I'm just really put off and bothered. I haven't told Lou this is happening. He'd never speak to his father again, and returning things to square one, but now with more evidence for his anger, after I was the one who encouraged Lou to give him a chance makes me feel like I convinced Lou to open his heart only for him to get hurt again. I'm posting this to vent, and to laugh because this is so stupid, but also on the off chance that somebody has figured out how to quietly change a person's nature if they're making you uncomfortable, please share your ways. And here is what other users have been commenting. Figured out how to quietly change a person's nature. Oh op, I am so sorry you have such a horrible father-in-law. Vile is definitely the right description for that man. There is no way to change a person's nature. But you can change how you respond to it. Refuse to listen to these vile things. Cut him off when he says it by responding, do not say that or anything similar again. The consequence will be that Lou and I will leave. And if he says one more word, leave immediately. And stop beating yourself up for encouraging Lou to reconcile with his dad. You were motivated by kindness and loving concern for your husband. I understand where you are coming from in wanting him to have a relationship with his father. But honestly you are throwing yourself under a bus for this.
I get that you have created this situation by wanting your husband to have his family back but not at this cost to you seems like a lot. Evaluate if this is worth it honestly as your husband does not seem completely comfortable with him either. I haven't told Lou this is happening. He'd never speak to his father again, and returning things to square one. There's no reason for the goal to be a relationship for the two of them. Some people suck and there is zero reason to associate with them and, dad, sounds like he could be this guy. Tell your husband exactly and specifically everything he said so he can make an informed, adult decision about the situation and if he cuts ties then so be it, as much as you might not think so this could be a positive step. Please don't make a decision for your husband without his knowledge. He deserves to know the truth and your shame shouldn't impact that. I also think that shame is not yours to carry. Let it go as it belongs squarely with that trash of a man. Tell Lou. Now. Literally now. He wouldn't want you to deal with his father's BS. He wouldn't want to see you having to worry. Lou is building a relationship with his dad based on the lie that his father isn't that bad. His father is. His father was abusive by neglect when two were younger, and now he's abusive by action. Do not let this fester because Ohana. That is in no way fair to Lou, who made your family his when his bio family couldn't help but to be trash. ETA. You aren't in a hole for suggesting someone give another person a second chance. You are arguably in a hole for lying to your partner through omission. Our next topic is. I, 21F, found a picture of me from four years ago, and my boyfriend, 24M, I, met, one year ago is in it. Has he been stalking me or is this a coincidence? Throw RA and I'm scared he'll find this. My boyfriend was like a custom-made guy just for me, that's how perfect he was. So, for our one anniversary, I decided to make a small collage of our relationship. I went on my computer and looked for pictures of us, and this ended up with me going down memory lane. I went all the way back to early 2016 and that's when I found a picture that almost made me shit my pants. There was a picture of me in a hot tub with two other girls and seven guys, one of the guys being my boyfriend. This was taken three years before we met, and it was when I was traveling before I graduated from high school, 12th grade. I remembered going to the party and having fun and being in the hot tub with some cute guys, but that's not where I met him from. Our dating story was that he joined a painting class one was teaching, and we fell in love, etc. Now, I'm wondering if he knew about me for longer than he let on. Now thinking back, I don't even know how he knew of my class if he wasn't keeping an eye on me, it was a pretty inclusive class, and one day he sent me a message on social media and said that he saw some pictures of the class and it looked cool. This could be some universe star colliding mind-blowing coincidence, but I'm starting to doubt everything. Was he really a perfect guy for me, or did he stalk me long enough to know what I liked? It was uncanny how much he already, got, about me, and stalking would explain that. Or maybe we're just soulmates. Am I going nuts? I don't know how to process this, and to be honest I'm scared either way. Please help, what do you make of this situation and what should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. Why would he stalk you for 3 plus years prior to meeting you in person? What would have been the catalyst to cross that line, anyway? Has there been any other red flags? Did you guys gave any friends or acquaintances in common prior to your first meeting? Has he ever said something that indicated he knew more about you than he should, or has he ever mentioned something about you past that you don't remember telling him about? Coincidences happen, probably more often than we think. 1. He's in a photo from 3 years ago. 2. He put a tracker on your car. 3. He put a tracker on your dog. 
4. He put a tracker Life 360 on your phone. 5. He put cameras inside your home. 6. You are scared of him seeing this post. 7. Your gut tells you something is wrong. 8. You describe him as both obsessive and possessive. 9. He has shown up with gifts that just happened to be things you broke the night before. 10. He pushed you to move in fast. Trust your gut. This is either a stalker that is very dangerous, or a massively possessive boyfriend that is very dangerous. Don't silence your gut when it gives you a warning. At a bare minimum, 2 to 10 are huge red flags with or without the picture. The picture could be a coincidence. Sure. But your gut is telling you otherwise. It's not just the picture. He did know a lot about you when you started dating. An amount that you find unsettling. He tracks your location by your dog's collar and your phone. He has put cameras on the inside of your home. He always knows where you are. He is always watching you. That's an absolutely ludicrous amount of control to give over to a partner. I do not think you are safe with this man. Start planning your exit ASAP. Please stay safe. It could just be a coincidence. I found a pic of my fiancé in one of my old photos from when I was in Amsterdam a decade before we met, he was just in the background of a random picture I took. We both live in Australia so that was super weird. Is it possible that he didn't know it was you in the hot tub? He might have no idea that you were one of those two girls. I mean, trust your guy but even if he did know of you before that class. Maybe he just really wanted to meet you so he made it happen? Any other red flags in the relationship? Our next topic is. Update. My 18F little brother, 15M, is using my clothes to masturbate. The original text is down below. So, Jesus, this was embarrassing that almost a thousand people saw what I wrote, but it helped. This is what I did. I didn't involve my parents, y'all bold to assume I even had the guts to tell them this, and I had the most awkward and embarrassing talk with my brother. So I've seen a lot of people telling me to consider if he was maybe exploring his body and maybe having a gender identity, crisis, not trying to be offensive, I don't know how to phrase it. Definite no, since they were, used, I wouldn't jump to masturbation without evidence yo, he's my brother and there were undeniable proof. They were not used in a sense of warn, if that makes sense. I told him he was going to pay for the damage on my underwear and that he could use this chance to buy some if he wanted for whatever reason. I told him doing what he did was fine and natural, just involving my stuff was crossing the line. Also we do not have any animals or dogs, sorry I couldn't reply to the comments. He didn't tell me why, and I don't really want to know, but hopefully he stops. If not, guess who's gonna be bold enough to tell my parents this. I want to curl into a ball and just turn into a rock from the cringe and awkwardness, but I guess it's over. Thanks you guys, we will never speak of this again lol. Original text. Throw RA. My brother has been using my clothes to masturbate. I know since I know exactly what I'm missing, and I found one of them used in his room. Is it just because it's a distinctly feminine clothes? Or does it have anything to do with me? I'm not a boy, so I have no idea how the mind works. Is this a normal phase? I am mortified, and now I have to go buy some clothes, but I want to know what conclusion I come to with this. What should I make of this? And here is what other users have been commenting. At least it's over. You handled that well. This is so weird to say to him but there are whole subreddits like r used panties and websites devoted to women selling their dirty panties online for men to buy and use for masturbation purposes. 
Smelling dirty panties is one of the top fetishes in America and most guys start by stealing a female family member or family member's female friend, like a sister's friend who sleeps over etc., because that's the only place they have access to them because they don't realize they can just buy them off the internet. Why are you reposting this? You got almost 300 comments on your last thread. Edit. Sorry just now realize it's an update and not a repost lol mb. It's nothing to do with you op. As a 33 male I can tell you 15 boy me had some weird wanks I hope I never think about ever again past this statement. Nauseated face nauseated face. I guess you don't really know how much of it is about you but regardless of what degree it may be about you. He involved you anyway by using your clothes, which cannot not involve you so yes, it is weird for associating sex with similar, blood. Unless it was simply a careless intent to disregard, disrespect you. The reason he got your clothes likely is because of you being female, whether it's because of your noticeably different sense natural or even products or any combination etc. Even just thoughts of what is female can be enough to want to heighten arousal, I think that's how I relate to it anyway. Our next topic is. My, M34, brother's fiancés, both mid-twenties, little brother, M17, is an alleged serial child molester. Nobody knows. What to do. My brother went off to college in another town in our country and met a girl from there. Now that he is finishing college he wants to get married to her and as per our culture my family had to go over there to meet her family and ask for her hand. We went last week and while there I decided to look up some old friends who live there. It is a relatively small place where everybody knows everybody. I was talking with a pair of my friends and told them about the family my brother was marrying into and they gave each other weird looks. I pressed them for a while to tell me what was wrong and they finally gave in and told me that the girl's younger brother has been caught several times sexually assaulting children. He has been beaten up by the victim's relatives a few times but our country has no functioning security, judicial, or child protection system so nothing more has happened to him. When I got home I asked another friend who is originally from there and he called his parents who confirmed these allegations. Now, our marriages usually last a week with the two families mixing a lot, children running around, crowds, food, musicians etc. I am afraid of telling anyone about what I know lest I become a party pooper, or spoil my brother's happiest day. At the same time I want to protect the kids during the wedding celebrations and after. What should I do? And here is what other users have been commenting. You have to sit down with your brother and talk to him about this. If you heard it, he probably heard it too. Talk to him. You won't always be there to watch her brother. And if she has kids with brother. It is best you speak to your brother and go from there. I wouldn't want him around kids in my family. You tell everyone. Now. Your allegiance is to the children. Not the molester. Not your brother. The children. The children deserve to be protected immediately. There is no other option. He deserves no immunity. I don't know what the correct response to this is. You should tell your brother, of course, but you can't just tell him. What about all the parents of children who may have no idea? This dangerous person needs to be removed from the picture entirely, preferably permanently, but of course that's not something you can do without repercussions to yourself. You must absolutely tell your whole family so that the children can be protected during the wedding week. Awkwardness and in a bit of family tension are nothing compared to a child being abused. Our next topic is. My 25F boyfriend 25M says really mean things to me in his sleep. I need to preface this by saying that when my boyfriend is awake, he is wonderful and I couldn't be happier. We laugh and joke all day and spending time with him in general is truly a joy. 
Yes, I mean this. No, he doesn't upset me at all when he's awake. Also, for some background, he works night shifts at a job he really hates, so when he comes home, he likes to just relax unwind, usually with whiskey or beer. Typically we cuddle or I massage his back and legs until he's drunk enough to fall asleep. Edit. He doesn't need alcohol to fall asleep. I worded this wrong. He can fall asleep fine without it. I just meant that the alcohol makes him fall asleep quicker than usual. I have insomnia so I usually end up staying awake for a while after he falls asleep. I'm also really sensitive to aggressive tone of voice due to some past trauma. He only really talks in his sleep if I shift too quickly or try to move him over a little bit if I have no room on the bed or if I move the blanket too much and it disturbs him. He usually snaps at me saying, quit fucking moving, or, can you please fucking stop, or, oh my fucking god, just things in general that give off an indication that he's really annoyed with me. There's also been a couple unprompted times where he's stirred or rolled over, I guess disturbing his own sleep, and said things like, I can do better than this, etc. Because of my sensitivity I usually end up crying over these things. I try to make it a point not to bring up the things he says, does in his sleep, unless they're funny which sometimes happens, because, for one, I really don't think he can control it, and two, when I have brought up things he said, he always ends up feeling horribly guilty for the things he says and that makes me feel guilty for saying anything. Last night, in his sleep, he ripped my blanket away from me, we sleep with separate blankets because this has been an issue in the past, and tucked it under himself and his own blanket. It was really cold in the room so I tried to take it back, but he grabbed my hand and shoved it away. I didn't want to have to wake him up but he's a lot stronger than me and no matter what I tried to do I just couldn't get the blanket back. I shook him gently and kept saying, baby, can you please give me back my blanket? I was met with sleepy grunts but he still wouldn't give it back. Finally after a little persistence he sat up really quickly and yelled, what do you want? Jesus you're annoying. I said, I just want my blanket back please. He shoved it towards me and nearly knocked me off the bed and then instantly laid back down and started snoring. I didn't sleep at all last night because of this. It's really eating at me. I really don't want to be annoying to him, especially when he's trying to rest after work. But I also don't know how I can keep putting up with this. Part of me wonders if he actually means any of the things he says. When he woke up this morning I couldn't bring myself to say anything about it but I also couldn't look him in the eye. I guess my question in this is am I being too sensitive? Should I bring this up to him? I don't know how much that would accomplish because he usually has no recollection of it and doesn't know how to control it. What can I do to keep my sensitivity from affecting our relationship and the way I see him, myself? And here is what other users have been commenting. That's so weird, I really don't know what to make of it. However, you should definitely keep talking to him about this. Maybe even seek medical help, because there is something going on during his sleep. One thing for sure, this is not your fault. You're not being annoying, you just want to sleep comfortably without being cussed at. So don't feel bad about this, don't feel bad about laying this on him, because he is causing it. Whether consciously or not, he is causing you a lot of pain, and that needs to be fixed. And you can't fix something you don't really know is going on. I was expecting legitimate sleep talking. This just sounds like someone being an asshole when they're trying to sleep. No, you're not being too sensitive. And like, you don't have to co-sleep, you know. If this is what you're going to go through, don't sleep in the bed with him. First, it's not you. 
an unenjoyable unfulfilling job plus you plus a splash of alcohol and mixed together with unconscious equals nonsense. Yes, you are the target but that's because you fill a big part of his brain. A sleepy brain is a stupid brain. And not co-sleeping may need to be discussed. My ex used to do this stuff and I always thought of it as his abusive tendencies leaking out. He turned into an incredibly abusive narc. Got to the point I was afraid to sleep in the bed with him. Thank you for listening to our podcast and see you on the next episode.